All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Time now for Coming In Hot. Brent Wallace, Bobby Ryan, and Jason York. Good Monday morning, everybody. Brent Wallace alongside Jason York and Bobby Ryan. Gentlemen, uh, happy Monday. Lots of excitement that went on on the weekend. Did you guys watch, by the way, the uh, the Dolphins game finish? Or did you see Marc-Andre Fleury flying towards the net to save a goal? Yep. Beautiful. That was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've, I had a way greater chance of actually watching the Dolphins than the Marc-Andre Fleury thing, but I happen to have social media, so I saw, I saw both. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, I... Uh, the Mark Andre Fleury thing is awesome too, where he dives. People haven't seen it. Dives to save. He was leaving the net. He's nearly to the the bench. Skates all the way back. Dives to make the empty net save, and then they go back and score and tie the game up. Anyway, um, Monday. It's a, we're going to start this. It's positive. Yeah, positive. You take, week, your, you take your happy pills, Wally. I did. Everybody's getting a participation badge this week. Okay. Yay! And cheese after the game. How many easies like, for everybody? Has nobody orange else? Slice? I've been awake for 25 minutes. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Bob, you got the orange slices ready for everybody? <laughs> I got, I got, yeah, no, no, I don't do the particip- uh, participation thing. <laughs> well, then you, you're missing out, okay? You can see in the corner. Uh, lots to discuss today, uh, including uh, how this little road trip's not gone according to plan, but we do find it positive. Also, uh, Matthew Joseph looks to be returning for the next game coming up against Calgary tomorrow. Uh, and at the end of the show, uh, roughly uh, about 9.40, uh, Cameron Hughes is going to join us. He is the guy, if you've seen at many events, uh, dancing around, throwing T-shirts in the air and all kinds of stuff. He is uh, celebrating his 30th anniversary where he started at the Ottawa Civic Center for the Sens game. So we'll 
get to him and have a little chat and see what's going on. In fact, Bob, you should have had him over last night. He's in Tennessee today. Oh, he's in Nashville. Yeah. Man. But I, ref- I said I, I wouldn't give out your number. Hey, I've been going pretty hard for the show on guests lately. I got to I got to take a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did we announced <laughs> we called like five people. <laughs> Our guest list for this week. It's going to be it's going to be a great week. We told people people were getting down last week. People were getting, you know, winter, January, sends are losing. So it's going to be a going to be a fun week on the show. Yeah, my text back from Zingo. I said, "Hey, you want to come on the pod?" And then I actually had him locked in. And then Wally made me move him a day. And his last text to me was, "You're an idiot." That's all he wrote. You better. Oh my God. I said, okay. Uh, so we got Zinger. We got Zinger Tuesday, and we got no, uh, no, no. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Zinger Thursday, and uh, Ron Tugnut and Damian Rhodes are coming on uh, tomorrow, which is going to be hilarious. Getting two goalie, two goalies on at once, two old goalies too. Well, they were, part- they were partners. <laughs> so both played for Jacques. In fact, some interesting notes because they have played with almost all the coaching candidates available, and they also happen to know the GM of the Ottawa Senators. So I'm going to oh. ask them, oh. give us some dirt on what they know about the guys making the decisions. So we'll get to oh, that. Yeah. yeah, be fun. Uh, all right. Shall we get into the Edmonton game? <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> Oh, come okay. on. They played good. Hey, but yeah. Before we say anything about the game, when Connor McDavid gets four strides behind the puck, yeah. I don't know if I could defend it either. I'll just <laughs> like I'll just say that. Have you ever seen anything like it? When they drop the puck to him and he's got four strides, I would just be like this. <laughs> hope hope no my goalie makes the save. It's I've never seen it's unbelievable, isn't it? No, it's because his hands are so good too. Because there's been so many fast guys, right, that are super fast throughout the years that you played against, I played against, but they don't have that combination of like his hands move just as fast as his body, but they're not out of control. Like everything, everything is in sync. Uh, I've never seen it. uh, I mean, I played against him, and I don't think I you recognize it until you really like spend time watching and analyzing. When they yeah. drop the puck to him. And you know what he does better than anybody I've seen? He pushes the puck to the next place. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's not he's not utilizing or he's not wasting any movement. He pushes the puck to where he's going better than anybody I've ever seen. It's just, I don't know how many points he had in the game. One or two? Uh, I don't know. But that uh, that commercial. Let's go! Oh, man. <laughs> Come on. I want to hear Connor talk. I want to see the personality. <laughs> He's, I, I guess he's got no personality. I wish he was. Uh, Does he? It's got to be tough, though. It's got to. It's got to be tough because he, anything he says is going to be just scrutinized. And, yeah. Like I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, he had one assist in the game. Listen. Uh, a few years he ago, should have had twenty. Like. Yes. Yeah. A few years ago, uh, they always uh, at the award show, EA Sports releases their cover. Yeah. Uh, for each year, and they. So they always tell a couple of people the night before, "Hey, you can come up. You can we can uh, you can have a sit down with the player who's on the cover. Yeah. You just can't release it till tomorrow." Like, yeah, fine. So Connor is the guy, and so he, this is a paid event for him. Whatever he shows up, and I'm like dying just to get him to open up a little bit. I'm like, "Hey, do you ever play like as yourself in the game?" He's like, "No, nothing for you, Wall. <laughs> You're getting nothing." I was like, <laughs> "Okay, I I surrender." Um, it's funny though. 
Cameron Hughes, our guest today, he, had, he just launched, uh, I think it's today, launches a video about his 30 years. And in it is Connor McDavid calling him a good friend. So I just kind of nice. chuckled. But uh, do you remember? It's like they, they, they did the scene from Footloose. Remember Footloose? He taught Connor how to dance by the railway tracks. <laughs> Connor probably can dance. <laughs> by the end of it, he's dancing with, oh. with Cameron. McGregor's got moves. That's what, that's what happened, I think. That's what I heard. Okay, fine. Um, last point on Connor McDavid. I'll never forget Christian Milanin's very first game in Edmonton is against Connor McDavid. And they lost six to two that night, Ottawa did. I just always have always remembered afterwards Willannon going. Like, like, yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I he goes him. by. I was a big Wooly fan, man. I don't know. I, I don't know why Wooly's not a full time NHLer because he just lights the American League up. Yes. But some guys are like that. Um, and the game just doesn't slow down for them the way it should. But I would like I would love to see Christian play 30 games in a row in the NHL and see if it and and see if it kind of comes down to that pace. You know what I mean, Yorkie, where you get that like you get that shift and you start to see things a little differently. I would he's never really gotten that opportunity, but he's dude, I, I honestly thought he was one of the best guys I've played with, like from yeah. seeing the game from the back end. It's like all of a sudden you're old. Now he's now he's now he's yeah. considered old. Now he's considered old. No, I, I agree. It's nobody's yeah, prospect yeah. anymore, right? He got really unlucky, like some injuries, some bad yeah. timing. And that's the thing that there's so many stories of guys where it just doesn't come together for a variety of different reasons. But I agree. I always liked him. He, and I go, this guy's got lots of tools. But, you know, but Ottawa, a lot, a lot of different coaches, a lot of different changes. You move to a different team. All of a sudden, the music stops. And, I, and I'm, I always say this. If you don't have anybody in the NHL at your corner and you're you're like just an average player trying to make it, your chances are you're not going to make it. You, you got to have somebody in your corner. Somebody's got to be in there pounding the table for you and, yeah, he hasn't really had that. Uh, he was not DJ's guy at all. There you go. Yeah, there you go. No. Right. He was, 86. He was not. Go ahead, Bob. He, he just wasn't like he didn't fit the mold for what DJ was looking for. He was up and down that first year that I was there with DJ a lot. I'd make a joke like, with that. Like, like uh, it's, uh, I, I always say this and I, I laugh at it. Uh, coaches and people in hockey generally like what they were. So you're going to have your roster constructed with all these guys. And then your last couple of guys, you're like, it's usually a guy the coach identifies with. That guy was Josh Brown. <laughs> that's that's basically that's basically what DJ was when he played. And you yeah. like those guys. You cheer for those guys. Somebody sent a tweet out. This is kind of funny before I move on. Who was Corey Cluson's guy, Bob? Oh, I don't. I didn't know Corey Cluson. I have no okay. idea. Well, I heard, I heard was, some great stories was, about him, though. <laughs> it was Ryan Shannon. Ryan Shannon was Corey Cluson's guys because they're both little guys. And the little guy always cheers for the little guy because that's him out there. He's on the bench. He's like, come on. He's like shadow boxing kind of while he's watching Ryan Shannon play. Come on, you got it. Come on, put that cover to score. Come on. That, I heard an amazing story about him though. Um, right before he was about to get fired, like he knew it was coming, I guess. And all the guys went out to the bar and he showed up at the bar and went and bought two shots and gave one to Spezza and one to himself and said, sink or swim, bud. It's either you or me. <laughs> and just kind no of way. Gave, yeah. I don't know if it's true, but I he heard like, that. I heard like, you just gave him a shot and said, sink or swim. <laughs> okay. So here's a question. I think why didn't he, why didn't he just do more of that while he was playing? The guys would have liked him more or while he was cool. I, I, 
I know nothing about him, so I, I, I'd be so remiss to comment because I have no clue. I don't know anything about he, him. He was so regimented and yeah. so awkward socially that it was just too separate. And like, he's great as a junior, or he was great as a junior coach because yeah. he can. He doesn't have to relate to the players. He just right. couldn't relate to guys, yeah, and so yeah. it just became, do it my way. This is the way it's going to be. And players are like Heatley, yeah. Spets, and Alfie going, dude. Like I, th I think we can probably work this out here. <laughs> yeah, I think we can well, probably get a well, goal here. Well, Wally, that's why that that's why the players like DJ so much because he was personable. Like you, you get it's a relationship, and and you know the guy wants you to do well. That's okay. but there's a difference, Yorkie. P players love Paul McLean, correct? First year Paul McLean, Bob. Were you? Yeah, I never played yeah. for first year in Paul McLean. Um, I just knew that. I'll never forget the conversation with him that I had actually going into his third year, um, which ended up being the year that he got fired. So the second yeah. year, when we sat down, he said, "I made a lot of changes last year," and like I, I never knew. I just kept hearing the old Paul, the old Paul. Um, and people gave me shit about it all the time. They're like, how did you feel about helping Paul get fired? And I was like, I had nothing to do with it. I, I, I <laughs> what? Like, yeah. I was like, I honestly could care less. Um, but the players kept saying old Paul. And then he told me one time, he's like, I changed a lot about the way I did things because I think the team needed that, um, to get better. And a damn, I remember him saying, he said, damn near cost me my job. So then he was like back to trying to balance it. But you know, Spez had left. Our team was in shambles at that point um, before Guy. Well, Dave came in first, obviously, yeah. but and then Guy. Um, Guy really stabilized a lot of that locker room. You guys have no idea how much that room needed it. But I had I had come from Carlisle and Boudreaux to Paul at in his heavy year, and I thought it was a country club. That's how bad it was, <laughs> right? So really? when these guys, yeah, when these guys were like bitching and moaning, I was like, "You guys have no clue, no, no clue, clue. <laughs> no." Like, imagine going to play for Randy Carlisle in the in the West. Like, it just, yeah, they had, guys were like, "Yeah, Paul's really hard this year." I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> he yelled at you twice. <laughs> like, oh, he's hurting yeah. my feelings. Yeah, it just, yeah, it was just so Bob, different. Bob, but Boudreaux, Boudreaux was the polar opposite of Carlisle, right? Could not be more opposite, but Boudreaux, um, very, very well-spoken. Yeah. Really easy to play for. Like, he sat Getzloff Perry down and I, he said, hey, here's my line. Here's my, or I'm specifically me. He's like, here's the blue line. I don't give a shit how you get across it. Just don't turn it over here. And if you do, we're going to talk. That was it. He's like, I don't care if you skate it in, awesome. dump it in. Just don't turn it over right here. And, the, and he's like, your line has, the rest of it is on you. Um, but Boudreaux is, um, really, he was, he's tough on you, man. He, and especially in like, in private, like he's, he's not going to do it in front of people, but he's going to bring you in and he's going to let you know where you stand. He's a really, really well-spoken person. Yeah. 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 I actually, I actually played with Boots for a month, believe it or not in the minors. He looked 60 back then. I'm like, oh, how old is this guy? He wheels into the locker room. I'm like, we got a 60 year old man. We just brought in. And he, he doesn't. It was so funny, but man, was he was so funny as a player, guys. We literally brought him in for the room. He was older. <laughs> he was older, like late 30s, still playing in the minors, and he was really good buddies with Barry Melrose. So we had a good team. We won the Calder Cup that year, and Barry specifically brought Boots in for the room. 
That's amazing. <laughs> all he did, all he did was go for beers with guys, practice, have great <laughs> jokes, and played in a couple games during the season. Then once the playoffs came, we didn't play, and then he moved on. But what man, he was! I I, I never forget that because he was so friggin' funny and such a good person. So I, yeah. I I'm assuming he was, and he told it as it is back then too. So I'm I, I heard he's a great coach. Yeah, I like playing for him. I wish uh, I had a little. I, no- I wish I had longer. Yeah. Little known facts: uh, One, Jacques Martin, one win away from tying Bruce Boudreau for most Ooh. win uh, for wins on the all-time win list. By the way, um, another known fact: Bruce Boudreau's daughter used to work for the Ottawa Senators. Really, really, yeah, yeah. Or a long time ago, she used to work in the in the office. I don't know if she was exactly a intern, but she did. She was working uh, with the Sense. Um, also, Randy Carlyle and. Uh, Ron, oh my God, who coached the uh, the Leafs? Ron Wilson. Ron Wilson, Ron, the two yep. least liked per- coaches I ever dealt with. Yeah. Those are the two I did not like personally. That's funny you say that, Wally. I had Ron Wilson in Anaheim when we were uh, second year in the league. He was so funny, but there was no pressure. I guess Toronto, Toronto will make you crusty. You go there and lose for a while. All of a sudden, you you change. But in in, in Anaheim, no. he was cool. So funny. He was. I interviewed him before he got to Ottawa. He's he crusty. West. Really? Yeah. But he always thought he was the smartest guy in the room. So hold and on I, a second. Maybe Wilson or Carlisle. Uh, both, but Wilson yeah. more so. I had, so I had Wilson at the Olympics, and um, it's it's really hard to fuck up at the Olympics. Everybody's world class and knows yeah. what to do. Um, but I I enjoyed him, like just conversational. But that was it. That's all we had. I yeah, talked because to he's. Yeah, Tortorello is my guy there. Like I, I love Torts, man. I absolutely love Torts. Uh, There's not many people or players who I'm going to go with high end or high skills or whatever that don't like John Tortorella. Yeah, like, like I or maybe that's the opposite. I, but I don't, I don't know many people that come out. Like I'll tell you, I had a conversation uh, when Claude signed in Ottawa that summer, and we were just chatting. I'm like, oh, you could have Torts right now. Uh, how would that be? And I, in a kind of like a sarcastic, he goes, I would love to play with John Tortorella. I think he would be fantastic as a coach. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, like I, you can't get a lot of people in the, in the game to say they would not play for John Tortorella. Yeah, I heard that too, Wally, but something, something you said, like I'm noticing a trend here. You and Connor McDavid didn't get, you didn't get along. You and Ron Wilson, <laughs> maybe it's, maybe, maybe I they're not the crusty ones. Out it's, of a it's, thousand. It, 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 like there's a trend, there's a trend developing here. It's it's you and burnt toast, buddy. <laughs> you're just you're burnt toast. By the I way, we're say, gonna. But I didn't get along. I didn't say I didn't get along with Connor McDavid. I just said he was very you dry. Are, you are unruly. Anyhow, we're 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 gonna have a segment okay. coming up in the in the future, Bob. A burnt no, toast segment. Yeah. No, where we discuss all things irritable. All things Wally. Yeah. You know what? I I would love to direct a show here in about. <laughs> I want six weeks of prep time, and we'd have oh, one hell of a show. Really? We'd have some great guests come in. Connor would be coming in, and he's like, I don't remember many people I spoke to, but I remember Wally. <laughs> oh, just, so irritable. That's, just didn't want to talk to the guy. Listen, if you can bring on Connor me. McDavid, I will let you run any show you want. Well, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, can we move? We're twenty. We got twenty minutes. But who would you rather? But but the the people would. Who would the people rather have? Connor, 
or Zinger. I think that I think it's an unanimous. They want Zinger. Zinger. Yeah. He's prepping for Thursday already. He's all pumped up. He's been he's been doing the hair since Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I'm all for it. Um can, let's just let's get on with the show, okay? All right. Let's come on. Get some order going here. <laughs> I've I've got like 20 minutes to get through this. Plus, you want to play GM, and then we've got Cameron coming. I know a lot of it's it's happy pill week. Okay, here we go. Uh, before we get into that, this show brought to you as always, uh, Charm Diamond Centers, uh, proudly Canadian owned and operated through their hundred and uh, sorry, since 1972 with more than 85 locations across the country through their charm and their sister brands. Uh, super knowledgeable, just hop, hop in, ask them and tell them what you need. They'll help you out. Really. They're, they're pretty simple. Custom ring building delivered in less than four weeks with the charm masterpiece program. Don't forget Valentine's day is coming up guys. Um, for actually, for any special occasion, really, Charm Diamond Centers is the crown jewel of beautiful pieces of jewelry, including a large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mined diamonds, and don't pay until 2025 with their instant in-store financing. For more information, go to CharmDiamondCenters.com. Bob. Sorry, guys. I'm um, looking down at my phone for <laughs> half a second, but as always, our show is brought to you by our great friend. I thought Yorkie was going to just pay his bills for a minute here, but never mind. Uh, good friends of BEI, heavy civil general contractor in both oh, the public and the private sectors. You can find them at BonisherExcavating.com or give them a shout at 613-432-1120. So when planning your next project, consider BEI for your aggregate supply needs, all things uh, equipment rentals, uh, hot mix paving, concrete forming, form work. They move stuff. Thanks to our friends at BEI. Slow down in construction zones. Free Hockey Friday. And of course, by Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. It's safe, it's fun, it's great for a party event or just something to do. It requires no practice. Just come to Battlegrounds Axe Throwing and the coaches will show you the ropes and show you how to hit the target safely. Fun for the family as well. Kids 12 and up can throw with a guardian. Uh, book a date night, small groups, flat rate parties, even set up a tournament if you want. Uh, to find a location or book your event, go to battlegrounds.com, B-A-T-L grounds.com, 2016-15 Lancaster Road near the Science and Tech Museum. Guarantee a good time at Battlegrounds Axe Throwing where your safety is a priority. Okay. Uh, I want to get in the Edmonton game briefly, and then we're moving on. But uh, I think it was expected to not perhaps come out victorious, but they did do some things that were I thought were pretty good, minus the penalty kill and the power play, yeah. as usual. Like, I thought just I thought Anton Forsberg was extremely good in that game. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. York, I'll let you start, man. Yeah, like, it's just they... I, I think they're doing a better job in front of their net. They're getting better layers and they're 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 blocking shots, getting in the lanes much better. There's more commitment to that. They manage the puck better. They just they made a couple of mistakes and the puck ended up in their net. I think Kubalik had the bad change and basically gave them a free look up the ice on a transition play. And you can't give those players that much time and space. And then the other one, they they were actually doing a pretty good job on the kill. And of all guys, Jake Sanderson just didn't get the clear. And if you don't clear the puck on Edmonton, you give him you give him another setup. It's not going to go well. And then that and that was the game. Um, they didn't generate a ton, but on the road in Edmonton against a team that's that's sizzling hot, I, I thought it was I thought it was a positive step in the right direction. Um, but I just I look at this team right now. I tweeted this out yesterday. They've lost their mojo, uh, confidence. A little bit of self doubt is, has now snuck into their game. Mm -hmm. They just, they don't. They they need a pick me up. And, and one thing, 
one thing I just there's just not a lot of energy with within the group, and you can just tell they're they are uh, I don't know, the word I'm remorse whatever. There's there's they need. It's almost now to the point where I think this group's almost waiting for something else to happen for another for another shoe to drop because you can just tell. And how about Brady going on after hours after like after that another loss. I, I know you're the cap. You got to do all that, but good on him going on there. Did a nice job, but it's man. They just need something good to happen because they are getting kicked and kicked and kicked. But again, let's be positive. It, it was for me, it was a step in the right direction. Okay. Um, Cause I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out if I agree or disagree. Cause I do believe that they, they look lost in the neutral zone to me still. Um, but then it's hard to dissect a game when you have Dreisaitl and McDavid playing because I think that they change neutral zone looks with the way that they back people up. So it's 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 very hard to kind of figure out. Um, I thought there was a major degree of separation between their their better players and their bottom six. Like it was very very evident that they have zero bottom six outside of Parker Kelly right now, who was phenomenal in that game. And I thought. I, th- I thought that might be the worst I've seen Brady and Tim play. Um, they look they look horrendous right now. Um, yeah, yeah. And then and then Brady does something on one shift where he takes over the entire shift that leads to the goal. It's it's just it's just um, what was he? You call him a, what do they call it? Like a bull in a china shop when he just rushed the oh, net no. and brought yep. everybody with him like. So he's got that. He's it's still there. He's just missing it right now. Um, yeah. I I I thought it was an okay game because you held Connor McDavid to one point and you mm-hmm. did a lot of things well. But they just and just like York, like they have zero mojo. There's zero swagger. Timmy looks dejected. Um, just I'm I'm less positive. So I mean, that's <laughs> people are gonna hate that. Yeah. Do you know what McDavid only had eight shots? By the way, what's that? McDavid only had eight shots. Do you know what? And he should have had seven points. Like, how about the passes that this guy is? Yeah, he's so good. He's so. Good. <laughs> I agree. I, Bob, 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 I agree. I agree with 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 all of that. With with the top with the top six. Um, the good thing is, their bottom six was. It's like the rules of foot. Oh. Their bottom six was so bad before. It's 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 a great sign where you see somebody stepping up to playing a role that is so badly needed on this team, like a guy that's not in your top six that can play, play the right way and does all those little things like those. That's a really good sign, but I do agree. It's, you know, what's funny. I know people aren't, aren't going to want to hear this. The, the one good thing about, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say there's, there's obviously more things than one. I'll say this about DJ. He, he was a guy that had the ability to motivate and get guys feeling good about themselves to get some energy. Yeah. I would say there's a big adjustment going on right now in that locker room because that's not Jacques style. Jacques expects you to be a pro and you get yourself ready to play. And I'm just looking at the coaching dynamic of that group right now. Alfie's not a raw, raw guy. He's not going to run around there with pom poms on. And Jack Capuano is probably still happy he has a job. (laughs) So, so, Like yeah, Ben Sexton's a young guy. Right. None of those guys so, are exactly what they need. And you and wonder that. why, like the thing with Ottawa four, they always got off to great starts usually because there's a certain type of energy that a DJ Smith brings to the locker room that does help. It, it does help, I'm telling you. But then obviously that would wear off on the second period. 
in a, I know people aren't going to want to hear this. I actually think in in a in a different in a different time a different place, DJ would have been a nice fit with Jacques, a really nice fit because you get as an assistant you, coach, you yeah. get you get that energy that DJ brings to the table, and you get Jacques and all his experience and the systems and all that. Just, I think just something that I, I was just something I was thinking about. I think that any coach that is considered for a head coaching job, most of the time it is because they were so good as an assistant and that was DJ's MO in um, Toronto, right? Yeah. Sorry. He was so widely popular as an assistant coach that um, I thought that at the time when I was playing with him, I'm like, man, this guy would have been awesome as an assistant. Like just a guy that you want to be around. That's like, yeah. When you're a scratch or when you're hurt, it's really hard to get into, um, yeah. a rhythm with a guy that doesn't bring energy or provide energy. Like I've been there, I've been through the hurt gauntlet way too many times. That's why I think Sean Donovan was so important to that organization. Yeah. Um, Cause you show up to the rink and you're like, uh, I have four weeks of this left. And then Donovan's like, let's go. Hey bud. We're, <laughs> we're just <not> getting good. <laughs> every single time. He's just excited to talk to you uh, and to skate with you. So, um, so good. I, yeah, there's no, I, I just always thought DJ would be really good in that capacity. Yeah. Dono would be a great, Dono would be, a, he's a really smart guy, by the way. Like Dono's a, he coached, uh, he's done a lot of coaching. I know he's a player development guy, but he, you're right. His energy, you just, you feed off it because people that haven't been in that situation, the, the season is so long. There's so many ups and downs. And it's, I always, I, the, the value of an assistant, a really good assistant coach can't be understated because they just, it's such an important role. Of, of for exactly what you just stated. Yeah, I agree. Jacques always had those kinds of guys. I thought, mm-hmm. I felt like, mm-hmm. right? Like the Perry Pern type, Mike Murphy. Yeah. I know we're going way back to some names, but high uh, energy guys. Had, I mean, just good, a good staff. Yeah. And if, yeah, Perry Pern was that type of guy that could, he was the, the father figure type that would take care of you or pull you aside or yeah. just have those good conversations with you. I, they just had a good staff, always a good it, staff. And yeah. They, and they changed must- all the time. And listen, this isn't. I'm, I'm not saying that this is happening because the assistant coach and all this. It's just it's yeah. a it's it's another reason why we try to look at things and why things are going certain ways. But this isn't on the coaches for what's happened. This is just this is. Uh, I still don't think they've hit rock bottom yet, either, boys. I I I still don't think they've hit it. Yorkie, that's not in today's show. I know. No, I'm sorry. Do that. Everybody gets a lollipop today, bud. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, speaking of. Earmuffs. Speaking, by the way, I, I don't know if people have noticed. I, I know some have. I've seen it on social media, but uh, they're playing three lines. Have you noticed Jacques is playing three lines? Who uh, um, Castellick played uh, what a minute and fifty? Uh, Castellick got a one shift in the third, I think. Yeah, uh, and McEwen got none or one something like they didn't play a lot in the third. I know that, but they did play very little. The other one, uh, a Jacob Bernard Docker uh, again. Didn't see he didn't see the ice in the third period unless I get the game mis, uh, confused. But uh, Mark Castlick played three eleven. Uh, Zach McEwen played five forty. But in the third period, they did not see the ice. Basically, um, anyway, uh, that's okay because the other guys are they're playing well. Like I thought, Ridley Gregg and Parker Kelly uh, both had strong games, which brings us to our uh, DoorDash hot and cold performer of the day. Uh, DoorDash has an amazing selection of local gems and staples you need in a hurry, too. You can try something new or get your favorite comfort dish delivered right to your door. DoorDash has many options, but sometimes you want to pick one for today and save some for another time. So 
with their new liking feature, just hit the heart at the top of the screen and save to save a restaurant to try later. Don't worry about cooking dinner or running to the store. Let it all come to you with DoorDash for a limited time. Our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25, all uppercase letters. 25% off, $10 value, zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code NATION25. Offered valid in Canada, subject to change, terms apply. So, boys, I know it was a tough game, but Parker Kelly, who's playing basically in his hometown, grew up an hour away in Camrose, first game, scores the only goal of the game, uh, I thought he was very good. 1641, which is uh, his second highest time on ice of his career. Three of his last four goals have been scored in the last six games. I think Parker Kelly, who's gotten uh, some grief this year, has looked really good of late. I, I agree. Um, I think that this show has long been a fan of him. Um, I, I think that we've always talked about how important he is. And we're talking about the worst penalty kill in the league, but how important he is on the kill, yeah. how like he just does a lot of really, really good things. Um, and for whatever reason, obviously he played well on uh, in the game, but I, I really kind of ISO camped him in my mind for that game. I didn't realize he, he, man, he can shoot the pill. Hey, eh? like he's got a really, really yep. good shot in stride. Um, he doesn't just shoot for the center of the chest. Like he's, he had some chances where he's picking corners. So there's, there's a touch of an offensive flair there. Um, he also had one disallowed in the last six games, I think too. Right. So he's yep. um, the offside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, he's a really important player and he's a player that is never going to get glorified because of the people around them and the players ahead of them. But um, I'm glad that he got some airtime the other night. They talked about him in the in the intermission report because I um, I thought it was important. I just think he's uh just think he goes about his business, does everything right, doesn't care about what's being said about him, and just go, and goes to work. I I love the player, um, and I'm glad he's got some success right now. I really am. He's kind of that Mike Fisher guy. I I don't please don't make the comparisons, but he's got a little bit of that for him, and he's gonna find himself a really really nice career if he does that with all these guys around him. He blocks shots. Like if you you go yeah. down the rot you go down the roster of the senators, and you try and find guys that can consistently block shots, he's the best. I think he he's, leads uh, the forwards. He leads he, leads, the, he yeah. leads the team, right? And leads the, leads the forwards. It's always D yeah. that lead the team. Yeah. yeah. But if you're the coach and you're looking down the bench, okay, we got Tarasenko, uh, Kubalik, and the, all of a sudden <laughs> all these guys, it's like it's tough to find guys on this roster that 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 will, number one are willing to do it. And number two are good at it. Just just not a lot of guys. And it's such an important skill in today's game. He's the best guy at doing it. And coaches love that. And you're, you're on the bench too, Bob. Guys, guys notice it. Oh, yeah. A, a guy a guy eats a puck, all of a sudden that lifts the entire bench. Oh, it's all right way to get in front of that shot. He does it all the time. So I yeah. love that about him. I love his energy. He hits, he finishes. He's again, I said this too. Like, how many guys on this current roster? make it hard on the other team's D at least try and do it consistently on a, on a shift in shift basis. He will get in there. He will finish hits and he, he makes that a point to try and do that consistently. So there's a lot of things that he does that coaches teammates see and, and they need more of that. They just, they need more of that throughout their lineup. I completely agree. Uh, there is an interesting video uh, posted on social media. I think it's on Twitter from Kelly's sister. Uh, as there's a group of them around the glass for warm up and they're chirping 
uh, Parker who's skating without his bucket on. Uh, it is entertaining. <laughs> I, I I do appreciate the uh, the family love. Is she's like, oh, who's this cool guy? I think he is. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Parker Kelly is our hot performer of the day. Uh, and I want to get to one other. We're running out of time, Yorkie, because you guys wanted to rant about the coach. Uh, in our uh, <laughs> today's Wendy's, did you know? Um, which obviously brought to you by Wendy's, which is helping you win uh, real food by going to dailyfaceoff.com and entering the uh, survivor pool. Uh, for those of you who smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that have you savoring the taste of victory. But if your fantasy team doesn't deliver and get you a W, get the Wendy's barbecue bacon cheeseburger delivered to your door instead so you don't have to show anyone your very real tears. Sign up to win Daily Faceoff. Uh, and win weekly prizes, including the new barbecue bacon cheeseburger from Wendy's, available for a limited time. Uh, go to dailyfaceoff.com, enter the survivor pool, and then also sign up for the Wendy's app. So get the Wendy's app, get points and food prizes, and uh, do it every day. It's a good time. Wendy's, uh, always fresh, never frozen. Okay. So there's a thing going on now about Shane Pinto getting to the All-Star game that fans are trying to vote him in. It will not happen because he's suspended. It's just the NHL won't allow it. But I think, and I know Tim Baines tweeted about it, that maybe Claude Giroux should get a right in. I think maybe fans should get behind trying to get Claude Giroux to the All-Star game. Uh, needs one more point, by the way, to move into sole possession of 82nd in all-time in NHL scoring with 1,034 points. Uh, right now he's tied with St. Louis, Doug Waite, uh, Nicholas Backstrom, who all have 1,033 points. But look at the list above him. Like, this is some rarefied territory, and I don't know that we celebrate Claude Giroux enough. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, um, I don't disagree. Um, you're in the top 100, which is, I, I always look at this. There's been 7,000 people playing the National Hockey League, Bob. Yes, yeah, no, I, it's ridiculous. Um, I think we take it for granted sometimes, but because we're always, excuse me, we're always celebrating Timmy and Brady and, you know, talking about the guys above them. But um, I, I don't, I think Brady gets put into a lot of different things because of the personality. Um, and that's, you know, that's not taking a shot at him. I just don't think he's an all-star. Um, I don't think he should be there over Claude. Like I think Claude's been the best player. And if you're representing the Ottawa Senators, I'd be sending Claude this year. That's just me. But the All-Star game is not about being an All-Star. 
No, it, it really about isn't. picking somebody from every team and the personality that Brady Kachuk brings should make him there every year. Just like Trevor Zegers should be there every year. Sidney yeah. Crosby. It's the stars of the game that should be there. I just think. <laughs> what personality are you talking about with Sid? <laughs> <laughs> I, went to, I went to say also the game's best players. Like you need yeah. Ovi and Sid. And I, I, I just like the all-star game is not about at the end of the year. The only time that you're ever referred to in NHL circles about being an all-star is first and second team all-stars. These are just yeah. all-star game appearances. You know yeah. I think they're a joke the way they do. I, I absolutely like we're good. It's a much different show when you talk about all of it. I just think the all-star game itself and the weekend just, just take it and move it. And the guys don't want to go. You got guys bowing out. I do think there's like, Oh, he's going to have to sit a game because he's not going to go. But at the same yeah. time, if you've been like, I think there should be a clause. I've been to eight of them. I've grown the game. I've done everything I'm supposed to do. He's allowed to miss when he wants now. Like if you yeah. go to 10 all-star but, games, why are you going to 14? I guess. <laughs> but, but what about that kid that didn't go to the other 13? I, I know, and the, I understand the argument. I'm just saying, uh, I do believe there has there to be a medium. Like Anze Kopitar went for 12 years straight because the Kings sucked way back when, and they had nobody to send. Like I, I don't think every team should be represented. I think you, if you want to intrigue players, take the best. Don't care about feelings and who gets hurt and which team doesn't right. get represented, and make the game mean something. But it's, um, again, it's about that stupid. Everybody has got to play from one team, and and I'll <laughs> use Boone Jenner, and I don't. I really like him, and I covered him when he was a World Junior. But I think he has 18 points, and he's the Columbus representative. I think there's like, look at the Leaf guys in Toronto who probably aren't going to be there. That should be there because they're yeah. among the league's best. I think the league's elite <laughs> should be there, not just yeah. Jimmy who represents the Seattle Thunderbirds. Yeah, it's it's I mean, based on the Sens aren't sending anybody. Yeah. If if you take the best players, like you're gonna have William Nylander not in the did he get named? I think so. I just think there's somebody missing out. I'm not 100 percent sure. The thing, the, yeah. the thing is, the thing is, the game the game's basically it's it's an infomercial for a chance to to woe the sponsors of the league. You want to send guys like a Brady that people identify with and help sell the game, and that you know what people say this about Claude that you know he'd probably not want to go because he'd like to have the rest. I actually think the opposite. I think how much, how much fun would Drew's son have at the game? Like as mm -hmm. you get, as you get older as a player, you get these opportunities to bring your kids into an, an atmosphere like this. So I agree with you, Bob. Drew's been their best player. I, I don't think it's uh, an argument at all. It would be a nice feather in his cap to have gone. And he would have loved to have brought his, his kids. Like it's just so cool when you're able to do that. And I actually think with Brady, there's, I just think you can see the pressure and everything it's gotten to him. It would be perfect world. Send Brady to an Island for three days and get away from hockey for a while and just clear your head. I think he yeah. need, I, I would have liked to have seen him instead of Claude, get a break and just get away, refresh, recharge yeah. and, and get, just get out of the circus for a while. And it would do him some good. It would do him some good. I, Bob, I agree with you. Clear, okay. Only one player has been named per team, so William Nylander yeah. is not because it's, right. not, yeah. it's Austin Matthews. And he's going to be named. Um, well, look at Mitch Marner and 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 William Nylander. Like, are they not among the league's elite players? Mm -hmm. No, I, right. Like, 
I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, and they're pushing for Morgan Riley down there. Um, you, you're missing a lot of players because of the way that you go about it. And yeah. Boone Jenner is an example. And yes, um, every team being represented has, has to change. Yeah. But I wanted to say something when you were talking, Yorkie, about the fact that you talk about the grind of the season. You talk about um, the break being really important and Brady's not going to get that. I, I just want to say, like, it, people have no idea how exhausting it is to be the captain. It's exhausting. Of, of a team that's not performing up to expectations because you're always in the media. Yep. He, I would I would love to throw the break at Brady. I think he could use it too. He needs uh, he needs it. He, you could tell. You could tell. He is, yeah. he is mentally exhausted right now. You can tell. You can tell. Like, and it's not just, it's like you just said, it's everything. Like he came out before the season and basically said, we're going to be a playoff team. And, and people are wondering, well, he's struggling. He's, listen, I never feel sorry for pro athletes because guys make a ton of money, comes with the business. But I can just tell this guy's carrying the weight of the, sh the weight of the world on his shoulders right now. He's taking onus on him. And the only good thing I'll say, guys, there is another, you can flip it around this way. And it's always great to be around the best in the game because that rubs off on you too. It's it's, you can always pick something up from somebody. Somebody does it. The only difference is now all these guys, when they go to this game are pulled in so many different directions to see sponsors meet with that. So you're probably not spending that much time with the group as you would back in the day when you get the all-star guys together and they probably went out drinking together. <laughs> That's what used to happen. Oh. Yeah. Just that <laughs> now, time on Saturday and then the game Sunday. Other than yeah. Like before, yeah. like it's just, and, and now guys can't do anything either. Imagine imagine the guys going out and where's the Toronto this year? All going out together and just, yeah. you, you wouldn't get a moment's peace. I know that me and G had one hell of a night in Columbus way back when. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> one hell of a night. Was Nick was Nick Foligno in that group? He might have been. Yeah. I, I just I just remember. After the, the draft? Was I don't even know what night it was, honestly. Um, <laughs> it was just... Yeah, every, the entire place shut down, and me, G, and Voracek sat there for probably <laughs> five more hours. <laughs> Jake Voracek's a good dude. He's, he's a great dude. Yeah. yeah, great. I heard. He's, I heard. Oh, he's I, awesome. I love that he figured out the word weasel just to say it to a reporter. <laughs> like <it's> so <laughs> <laughs> what okay. was that? Well, who, well, what was that? Remember Wally? that was COVID year, wasn't it, Wally? Yeah, weasel. Like you fucking weasel. <laughs> <laughs> yes i can still picture him sitting down in his locker stall i think when he said it anyway yeah. uh i like jake Forchuk. all right uh yorkie i don't know if we're getting to your gm stuff today but i will save it do another day but Let's we've go got anywhere. to we've got on the line as they like to say uh we go back to nashville to bring in uh the the guy that likes to throw his shirt around uh cameron hughes who uh, began it all way back in the day, uh, 30 yeah. years ago in Ottawa. Cam, how are you, sir? What's up, guys? Nice to see you. Let's <laughs> go, Sens. This Sens jersey was signed by the original guys in 1994. They didn't no want to pay me, but they gave me a jersey signed by the boys. So I still have hey. it somehow. Look at so the, the air you're getting. Look at the air you're getting there. Can you still jump like that? <laughs> My team of do oh my team of doctors <laughs> my team of doctors have asked me to stop. Uh, <laughs> I've been I, I've been hospitalized eight times. So uh... <laughs> I, so I was going to ask this question before we get. Have you like taken some serious falls here doing that stuff in stands? 
What's the worst one? The worst one was at the ECHL uh, final game in South Carolina where I, I went for it. I fell, and everyone thought it was part of the gig. And I just lay there. No one came and helped me. <laughs> and, and, and you got to sell it. You got to sell it guys. And I'm like, I can't move. Like I've triple sprain, whatever my ankle. And I go in the trainer's office and he looks at me like you're an idiot. He tapes my ankles like massive ice bags. And I come out for the third period, get the wave going, get the chance going. And um, that's why I've right. I've wrapped my ankle since that day, since that game. <laughs> wow. But you guys know once you get the adrenaline going, like it's hard to hold back. Like, you know, you get up on the railing. I can't believe teams let me get on the railing, to be fair. But uh <laughs> once you get going and you get the adrenaline from the fans, it's pretty electric. Oh, so beautiful. I got so many questions for you, but is today the 30th anniversary day or was it yesterday? What's what's the first day you did this? Today's the actual today's the actual day. Um I was at the Sens game at the Civic Center, 10,000 people, uh, Saturday night against the Jets, losing uh, by a goal. Shocking. And um, I, I was just – I was sober. Everyone thinks I was drunk. I promise you guys, the first night I was sober. The second night I went to Villa Deli and drank too much. But anyhow, um, <laughs> I, I go to the game with my buddy, third period. I've got great seats right in the middle of the Civic Center, and I just was like, I've had it. There was no one cheering. It was like minus 200 out. I get up on the seat. We are families playing, and I'm just like, I'm going for it. My buddy's like, oh, no, please don't. And I did. And the crowd responded, and then it was really the next whistle. Like, you know how we all do something in life, and it's fun, it's cool. It's like, oh, like, oh that time that, you know, Jason did this or whatever. You know what, you know what I mean? So the next whistle – 10,000 people are like, come on, big red, let's keep dancing. So they started to, they started to like amp me up. So I get up from my seat. I go to the aisle and there's, there's 14 seconds of footage of me dancing up and down the aisle. And after the game, they came up to me and they said, Hey, we want to bring you back. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? And they're like, we just want you to dance and get the crowd going. And I was uh, working at a local hockey rink for seven fifty an hour, and I thought that was the Canadian dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, have you ever had an usher or security person or anybody mistake you for just a crazy lunatic and want you to stop? Okay, so I did a Toronto Blue Jays game on a Friday night, uh, 97, 98. They were packing the house. I run down to the dugout. I get on the dugout, 35,000 people going absolutely nuts. Yeah, I can see where this is going. Two aisles, two of the biggest security guards you've ever seen come <laughs> after me. 35, they, they grab me, they're pulling me up the stairs. 35,000 people are like, let him go. Like, come on, like booing. They finally, by the time I get to the top of the stairs, I've got like 10 t shirts on. I'm like, come on. They let me go. I run back down, guys, and the crowd goes nuts. I get on the dugout. And the place went crazy. And I tried to redo that at a game once, like set it up, and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, get this guy out of here. Exactly, um, right? I mean, you know. I've always yes, wondered, we, like, Jason and, and Bobby, like, I used to perform at games, and after the game, like, I'd be sh I'd shower, I'd walk out of the locker room. I'd have, like, players commenting on my skills, but mostly goalies. And speaking of goalies, like, Flurry's playing today, and maybe his – his big game. He, I used to see him after the game and he'd actually critique my performance because he had time to watch. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I would watch cam. I, I watch. Absolutely, man. There's a lot of, some guys are so focused. I love seeing like that. It kind of, 
kind of relaxes you a little bit. Hey, look at that guy up in the stands. He's pretty good. Wow, that was good. Like, why not? Yeah. 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 I'm curious as to what the guys do watch, right? Like, like you said, I think I think I don't think the entertainment teams realize how much you take in the music, the vibe, like, right? They just think, obviously, you guys are focused on the bench, but, I mean, you're humans. You feel it, right? Am I? Is that fair to say? Oh, absolutely. yeah. No, no. Absolutely accurate. Um, and that 90 seconds timeout, whatever it is, that happens three times a period or twice a period, whatever it might be, um, that was always my chance to tune. Like, you have to pull it back a little bit. For me, Yorkie, I always had to, like, pull it back and – look around and get outside of myself for a second. Cause it's, it's very hard to, when you're like this all the time, um, you, you, you have to find something to, to give you that. So yeah, I would have watched every performance you had. Um, <laughs> I, I was always looking around. I, I, was always, I was always, yeah, I had to be in the stands a little bit. What about you, you Cam? Cam, what about you? Like you can't, you can't get too high. You, you gotta be, how do you get in the zone? Is it, is it coffee, Red Bull? Like, what are you Apple doing? Espressos. You get, crazy. Well, if you go online, there's a lot of different comments on how I get into it. But uh, one guy wrote recently on one of these videos, I didn't know lithium had made a comeback. Um, <laughs> um, I I, I kind of learned, like I used to come to the arena and I'd be stoked for the day before the game. I'd get, you know, like I get all this excitement. And then I learned to probably like you guys, where you get in the right state at the right time. And I would run around the lower, lower part of the arena and the event level, like the floor. And, and people would be looking at me going, why is he stretching? What's he doing? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and that's why uh, I usually ask for, I ask for a locker room, right, to change. And and, and people are like, why do you want your uh, a locker room alone? And I'm like, it's not because I'm a diva, which obviously I am, but it's more <laughs> to get in the right state, right? Because you're about to go and give your energy to 18,000 people. You want to feel like you want to be ready when that camera comes to you, when that song pops. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cam, you've, I, I don't know. Do you know how many events you've done, by the way? So I stopped counting uh, after my thousandth in Ottawa uh, years okay. ago, but it's probably around 1,600. Uh, okay. What's your I, favorite? <laughs> my favorite? Like, well, the first game ever uh, 30 years ago. I mean, uh, for real. Like, I'm not. Really? Because you've been on, like, you've been on the court at the U.S. Open, I think, with Djokovic. Uh, you've done a whole lot of other things and you're telling sure. me it's that one game at the well, civic center. I mean, I'm, just I'm not just, say, I'm not just saying that. I mean, it's such a fair question, but I'll say from a sentimental point of view, it was the okay. moment where I just decided to be like, not to go all Oprah on you guys, but like where I decided just to be myself and go for it. Like that kind of let, you know, be, me become me. But I mean, my ultimate favorite event game moment of all time, yeah. It's, I mean, U.S. Open tennis, 25,000 people. I took the crowd yeah. from here to here to here. I'd had a bunch of interactions with Novak over the years. And they're waiting to go like this. And I'm like, all right. They go, if we go like this, come down. And I'm about to jump on center court live on ESPN at the U.S. Open and dance yeah. with Novak Djokovic. And I did. And it didn't change my career like the next day, like the phone was ringing. But it got like, I don't know, four or 500 million views. But it got credibility, right? I mean, you guys know, like, people see you. And then I saw him last year ago at a gym when I was doing Roger Federer's last event, which was pretty incredible. And he saw me, and I saw him, and his trainer was like, oh, you should tell him who you are. And he sees me, and he hugs me, and we've never really hung out. And he was like, uh, how's your dancing going? I'm like, I don't know, man. How's your tennis going? <laughs> <laughs> That's so uh, it's so random. Right. So you've got a book out. Uh, you've... 
you're doing uh you're here on the the 20th at the Sens yep. game is it the 20th right the 3 p.m winnipeg game 3 p.m uh, winnipeg game on the 17th however you're in ottawa doing uh, an event uh which is at the bytown theater if i'm not mistaken correct yeah bytown cinema uh it's yes. kind of it's it's me like i mean i've got a bunch of different special guests from my career that have you know you know literally are in my book from I'm not going to name them all, but a lot of people that, you know, everyone will know who they are. Uh, and I'm going to share stories from my career. I've got a lot of different sort of fun things planned that my whole career, I'm doing a big corporate corporate event in Nashville and it's a surprise. They're not telling them I'm coming. Like I'm doing a game soon in the NHL and the NBA. They're not telling anyone I'm coming. So my whole thing guys is a bit, a bit about the surprise factor and giving people more. And that's what the event on the 17th is about, but it's really all about, thanking Ottawa and the community and you guys know how much people care there and they gave me a shot and without that game that night and the fan support you know I don't know what I'd be doing <laughs> let's not think let's not go there but so, uh, I, <laughs> uh, I want to say can uh Cameron David Connor McDavid is in your video as is Mark Stone by the way uh any chance that McDavid will be making an appearance since you two are buddy he calls you a friend in the video yeah yeah, I met Connor at the uh, CHL Memorial Cup in Quebec City, and we've become friends ever since. I send him weird texts when he needs a little lift, and he's like, thanks, pal, weirdo. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you guys that, actually. When uh -oh. you guys are going through a bit of a lump, like let's just say hypothetically the sends now, what do you say to the guys? Do you send them a text? Do you, do you leave it alone? What do you say? I've done both. Um and now I, I think it means something when you get a text from somebody that genuinely wants nothing but positive things for you. So um, I always appreciate them or, or did when I was playing. Yeah. I, I leave it alone probably more than I should, but I have texted the guys and I've said the same thing. I'm like, I know you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel right now. It's, it, it's not looking good and got 40 something games left or fit, whatever it might be. Um, but I just text him the same thing that I would want to be told. I'm like, yeah. you don't have to worry about tomorrow. Honestly, you got today. Just, yeah. just go, just go get better today. And well, it, it kind of reinserts yourself a little bit. Cause you, when you're, when you're bad, it's very easy to look at the 82 game mark, right? Yorkie. Like when you're, yeah. when you're like, yeah, I just gotta yeah, get yeah. there. I'm running push up, yeah. push up pyramid so I can get the, <laughs> Yeah, Turks and Caicos. My thing too, though, to, is to humanize it, right, Bobby? Like yeah, humanize yeah. it, right? Not just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so, that's all I always hear is like, you got today. Just you're getting paid very well to go get better today. Go find a way to do that. Okay, Cam. Yeah, Cam. Back back to that uh, McDavid relationship. I was talking about this before uh, you came on. True or false? Did did you guys have like a footloose moment where you taught Connor how to dance? False. <laughs> I gotta get my lawyer on the line. I can't talk about that night. Uh, uh, so, okay, I, I, you know I think you know the answer. <laughs> we want to give away some free stuff. Let's do that. Uh, well, I'm actually making you give it away. Uh, okay. So, let's do a book, a book, uh, t-shirt, sends t-shirt, uh, four tickets to your event. Yeah, on the 17th. Let's do it. All right. So um, here's what. Well, go ahead. I was just gonna say they gotta follow you on Twitter, which is at Cameron Cheers. Just, uh, you can. I don't know. What do you want them? Do you want them to answer a trivia question? 
I want them to uh, name uh, Jason and Bobby's most uh, <laughs> uh, spectacular games. Oh. <laughs> there we wow. go. Wow. Why not? Yorkie? You don't have well, to sift through too many. <laughs> how many games? Hey, guys, how many sense games have we done between the four of us? Can you imagine between Brent's covering them, you guys playing? And it's a lot of games. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I've only missed the 1997 playoffs, I think. This is the only playoff games I have never been to in yeah. sense history. Um, wow. So, okay, hang on. So, do the trivia. So, go to Cameron Cheers on Twitter. Uh, you sh you got to use the hashtag Cameron Cheers, uh, and you can uh, you can pick games from Bobby and York if you want. But he's just gonna he's gonna <laughs> track you down and gonna give you these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And by the uh, way, I want to say one. Yeah. Can I say one quick thing about the Sens? I, I I said this yeah. a while ago. I was at a game and the fans were so not Ottawa, another city. I won't name it. It's in Manitoba, and um, the fans were just awful. The team was losing, and I started to say to the fans. Cheer on your favorite team, your favorite athlete, like you would a friend that needs your support. And I understand the passion for all the Sens fans. I get it. I love it. I love that they care. But for the love of you know what, can we kind of just like like try to have a little fun? And 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 am, am I? You know what I mean? Like I get it. You want yep. them to win. You care. But like the negativity, it doesn't work. You know, like it just like come on, bring the guys up, support them. That's all I got. Hey Cam, that's why this week it's it's Happy Pill Week here on Coming in Hot. Like we had you, we had you on today. We got the Zingle. Let's come. go. We got, Let's we got go. Rosie and Tugger. Let's go. I I don't know if you guys knew this, but Wally appointed himself Director of Morale this week. So. <laughs> oh, that works. Well, Bobby and uh, yeah. I are in Nashville, so we're going out to Music City tonight. It's going to be nuts. We're going to be doing the Footloose dance on behalf of Jason. If you guys see me dancing in in. Uh, Broadway, that means something went horribly wrong, guys. Yeah. <laughs> take Bob, take Bob over to the train tracks where they did the footloose scene. Get oh, get a cowboy hat and get Bob going. I could see <laughs> it. Dueling tractors. Cameron, Dueling where are tractors? you, Cam? In the city. I'm at downtown Nashville. You're oh, you're right there. Okay. Yeah. You're in the yeah. mix. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I won't Cam, be there, bud. <laughs> good luck. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on the 17th here in Ottawa and on the 20th at the Sens game, where, again, I'm hoping you get Michael Andlauer up and dancing because we all need a little bit of happiness. Yep. Big cheer, guys. Thanks for having me. And continued success. Keep Thank staying hot. Let's go. Happy cheer, anniversary. Guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks Appreciate it a lot. Awesome. There goes Cameron Hughes. Uh, what a beauty. Full of, full Great of energy. Eh? Yeah. yeah. We should just have him on whenever the Sens lose. We'll just get a clip from him. Let's go sends or something. Then we play that every show. That's I love that. Cool. We need that right now because this show has been. Uh, it's, it's a, yeah. It's, but there is it's, good. It's like, hard to talk about the positives right now. So it's been good it. today. It's been a good show. We, a lot of love show, for yeah, Par, yeah. a lot of love for Parker Kelly, Cameron. Yeah. Just Claude Giroux. Boys. Claude Giroux. Come on. Yep. So uh, Fair enough. Yorkie, Yorkie does have some trade for put. Well, he has some guys he thinks could help the sense. So uh, we'll maybe try to get to it tomorrow, although we do have a full show. In fact, we've given Bob the day off uh, from tomorrow's show. Bob's out. Yeah. Bob's out. yeah. I got so a the nice three, Yeah. So the three of you old guys, uh, Rhodesy, Tugger, and you, who are all teammates at one point, can tell old school stories. Sounds like a plan. 
Sounds like a plan. But you don't get to have Thursday off. Oh, I don't want to miss Thursday. That's Zinger's coming on Thursday. I'm not missing that. Zinger. Yeah. He's he's on fire, man. You get the popcorn out. He just uh, he just yeah, he, he had a big fantasy football win. He's yeah. I I'll be sitting on the couch and I'm like, who are you texting to Lindsay? And she's like, Zinger. I'm like, why? Like, why? He's very entertaining. Uh, yeah, he's good, see- man. We'll see you uh, on Tuesday, 9 a.m., everybody. I appreciate your time stopping by. Guys, thanks for helping out. We'll see you. Take care. See you guys.